0: So let's begin today's podcast with trying to understand what 10 and 11-year-olds might be using their phones or laptops for. If you had to learn a new football tactic, can you tell me which app on your phone or laptop you might use? YouTube. 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 Any day. If you had to learn a new art form, like say origami or starting a new watercolor project i'm not sure if you guys like art but what if you did have to which app would you use
1: youtube youtube
0: if you wanted to watch a certain movie i yeah. don't know do you, do you ever read the reviews of a movie before you go to watch it
1: Uh not that much yeah i do actually me i either do it on rotten tomatoes or i do it on chat <laughs> i'll be completely honest right here okay have you
0: ever used your laptop or phone to support you for any school work or homework? Sometimes, so like my teacher will give some Tamil homework so
2: as she'll tell um, uh, you have to write some essay in Tamil and I won't understand like how what to write for like one of your two words so I'll, so I'll just translate it in um, Google translate and like for like school exam preparations I use uh, Excel for like arranging all of my subjects and what all lessons are there.
1: So like Rohan, whenever I have my Tamil homework, I'm usually using Google Translate because sometimes I, I just can't get the words out. Also, when I have a school project um, and Google's not providing me with enough information, I immediately go to Chat GPT. It helps me a lot. But you, your first port of call is Google. Yeah, I first check in Google if it has it because Google is always 100% correct though it might not always be like what you're asking but the thing with ChatGPT is it has a chance of being incorrect. Wow, so how did you figure out that Google is mostly 100% correct but ChatGPT may not be? Uh, because um, if you look at how ChatGPT is made its data comes if there's um, three or more references for something if ChatGPT it's fed off the wrong information then it would be like an answer that's not actually correct but the thing with Google is it shows you everyone's opinions so you can choose whose opinion you can trust and whose you don't want to yeah but for ChatGPT it's it chooses for you.
0: Okay, so for some of our listeners who probably are listening to this show for the
1: first time, do you want to introduce yourself and tell them how old the two of you are? Um, so I am Vidyut and I'm 11 years old. I'm currently residing in Chennai, India. Hello, I'm Rohan. I am
2: 12 years old. I live in Chennai, Nadu, and I study in Chennai, Vidyalaya
0: Welcome to the show. For those of you uh, who don't know me, I'm Sangeeta, the host of What's New Today, a kids and family podcast channel. And just before we began this show, Vidyat said that he'd use ChatGPT to generate a poem to introduce what What's New Today, this podcast channel, is about. Vidya, do you want to read aloud what ChatGPT gave out? Sure.
1: So the poem goes... A podcast for families to share. Sangita's voice will fill the air. Kids will g- giggle, parents will grin as they listen in and tune in. With stories that are silly and fun, this podcast is a home run. Wow! Lovely. <clears throat> Three cheers to ChatGPT
0: because it's spoken such nice and polite words about what we stand for. And I definitely hope that our listeners are left grinning. So um, Rohan, do you want to tell us, what is ChatGPT to you? What does it mean? So
2: ChatGPT is a type of generative AI. And generative AI is a type of AI which can produce high quality text, images, and audio in a matter of
0: seconds. Tell me what it means to you. I know this is like a nice theoretical definition. What does it mean to you? For me, ChatGPT is just an AI which can
2: answer your queries and can create things that you ask it to, like um, create, make an essay for me on a particular topic or create a song or create a poem like with you did.
1: Vidyut, to you, what does ChatGPT mean in two sentences? Oh man. So to me, ChatGPT is basically um, a way for people to use technology in a in a way where they're not scared, like, oh, no, this is going to take over the future. Oh, no, this is going to take over our lives. It's more like a thing that's rather than taking over humans, it's going rather than replacing people. It's most likely going to improve human abilities and improve productivity. That's what I think of it. Wow. On that very positive note, I have a question for both of you. Mm. If I have
0: used ChatGPT. Right, And if I put in a query and I say, can you describe the leaf of a plant to me in one sentence? And ChatGPT gives me an answer. Right after that, if I type, can you describe the leaf of a plant to me in one sentence? Do you think ChatGPT will give me the exact same answer as it did before or not? No, actually it won't. Whereas if I were to go on Google and if I were to search for describe the leaf of a plant to me will google throw up the same set of links to me both times
1: if i did it twice if you did google twice it would give the same link ChatGPT will always have a different because it wants it's like kind of wanting its users to understand it so now we've established
0: how Google and ChatGPT work very differently. Why do you think ChatGPT generates a different answer each time? Because uh, so it uh, the first time you asked, it gave you an answer. So
2: if you ask it to regenerate, so uh, it probably knows that you didn't get it. So it will keep on giving you a different answer until you uh, understand what it's saying, just like
0: Vidyut said. I know y'all are 10 and 11 year olds and for you, probably schoolwork and homework dominates your use of chat GPT at the moment. So for people who've grown up, what kind of jobs will chat GPT help them do? I actually think teachers,
2: this may not be a popular opinion on people. Teachers, when they want to teach their class a particular lesson, there is like so much. They can ask chat GPT, can you summarize all of this? So that I can uh, to teach someone.
1: Like for example, in, even in Khan Academy, I was watching a TED-Ed about um, the CEO. And he said um, Khan Academy is actually using GPT-4 to help the students uh, in math. I
0: found that the way he has adapted the use of chat GPT-4 is... If you ask ChatGPT, you know, solve this math problem for me, 3 plus 4 is equal to what? So the Khan Academy's version of ChatGPT 4 will not give you the answer. It will ask you, what do you think is the answer? And then let's say you give the answer as 8. Then it will then ask you, okay, can you tell me how you arrived at 8? And then you have to explain it to explain to it, I kept say 3 in my mind and 4 in my fingers and I counted and then it says, do you want to try again? And then you try again and then you get 7 and then you say, oops, I think I made a mistake when I was counting the numbers on my fingers and then you give the answer a 7. So the fundamental difference between how ChatGPT4 is being used by Khan Academy and how you and I use ChatGPT3 which is what is available to us is we get answers but they don't give you the answer. They guide you and they help you figure out what the answer should be.
1: Yeah, and if students are like, pretend you're my father and then saying, help me, this will say, I'm not your father, so I can't help you. Sorry, you're not allowed to cheat. <laughs> I'm pretty sure even your father will say the same thing. So, even if So Your day, father sometimes doesn't say that. That's the thing. Especially if it is your summer homework. Definitely.
0: (laughs) All right, great. I really like how Rohan thought about teachers using ChatGPT and how uh, Vidyut, you thought about how even children can use a modified version of ChatGPT the way Khan Academy is talking about because this is not what usually comes to the minds of a lot of people. I'd like to hear more about
1: what other jobs the two of you think ChatGPT might be used for. So then it'll be, um, I think programmers because in a demo session, uh, you could see if you just draw what you want your website to look like and you just post it and you like take a photo and say, program this for me, it'll program that full page for you. I also think GPT-4 will help, uh, graphic designers because since GPT-4 is kind of like a mixture of Dali 2 and, uh, Chat GPT um... Like, you could take the Mona Lisa and click on the edit, post it and click on the edit button and then erase its hair and and then uh, post that and say, add a mohawk. And it'll add a mohawk. Whoa! Whoa! Rohan, anything comes to your mind?
2: Maybe journalists. So, so a journalist, uh, they travel and they write about a certain thing. So... Sometimes they may not know the correct words to use and they may only uh, be able to write it in a short form. So they can ask Chat GPT to make it longer for them. Um, so they can give the topic and a little bit of what they have uh, written and they can say, uh, uh, write, uh, expand this for me for like a thousand words.
0: Oh, very interesting. With that, we come to the last part of this podcast, which is... The quiz time. So usually in the quiz time, I ask three questions based on what we've spoken so far. And the two of you can take turns in answering these questions. But I'm just also offering you the chance. Does either one of you want to ask me questions based on
1: what we've just discussed? So can we have four questions? Yeah, why not? Okay, so you have me one. Uh, You ask uh, Rohan one. Rohan asks you one. I ask you one. Question
0: 1 this is for vidyut how is gpt 3 different from gpt 4
1: okay so gpt um 3 and gpt 3.5 are um, text generator, text generation AIs, which means it can only generate text, but GPT-4 is a uh, text and image generation AI, so it can generate text, images, and videos. Question for Rohan.
0: Question 2. Explain in your own words how Googling for something is different from what ChatGPT will give you.
2: So when you ask chat GPT something, it it gets a certain answer from a web source. And for Google, so when you search something on Google, it shows you it uh, already gives you all the websites which have different different answers, but chat GPT. So when you ask it a question gives you one answer, then it gives you another one. Whereas Google, you can choose whichever website you want to look into and do your research. Let I ask you first. Yeah, Rohan, yes, yeah. go ahead. How and in what ways
0: do you use ChatGPT? Oh, me. I use ChatGPT when I'm trying to understand a concept and uh, let's say a very difficult science concept, usually, I use ChatGPT to uh, help me understand it in simpler forms.
1: What jobs will ChatGPT help?
0: Oh, I definitely think it will help journalists like what Rohan said. I do think it will help a lot of coders and developers like what Vidyut said. Or when I came in prepared to record this podcast about ChatGPT and, you know, words like Generative AI, I thought it was going to be pretty easy and simple talking to 11 and a 12-year-old, but it looks like the two of you have done a lot of research or maybe just a lot of kids out there are like you who do know about these um, topics really, really well. I hope our listeners also found something interesting to take away from today's discussion. So and Rohan, how was your experience? Do you think your friends would like to hear about something like ChatGPT? Is that something that interests them? Yeah, I have many friends that will because,
2: like most of my friends, are very interested in like coding and programming and all that stuff. So they will be very interested in a topic about ChatGPT. Uh,
1: yeah. So um, a lot of like Rohan said, actually, a lot of my friends um do programming. So I'm pretty sure it'll really interest them and it'll spark some um, creativity because it'll be like, this is out here, I'm going to make something cooler. Whoa, all right, on that super creative note,
0: thank you both once again. It was a lot of fun chatting with the two of you and uh, that's it for this episode. New episodes drop on Monday and Friday
1: on What's New Today.